Is there a beginning to your history with movies or does it go all the way back to as long as you can remember? Um, I think one answer to that question would be to describe um, Sea Slugs, the the movie, I'm doing air quotes here, that I that I air quotes made in third grade. Nice. Um, basically, but I, I think I like I, it, was, it was sort of like, you know, third grader pyramid scheme. It's like I but but I totally innocently had this idea with with a friend of mine that we were going to make this movie called Sea Slugs. And the whole grade got hyped about it right we were, we were like oh you're gonna play this people would like come up to me can i be this like i had this idea and it's all like yes that sounds great like we're totally and um i think that i've wondered whether that moment like sort of defined my understanding of what social approval is like for me you know like what it feels like to be like winning uh socially or something like that you know it sort of like got in my bones um but that might that might be a, a place that that idea started so you were getting excited about making it and people were reacting to it and that was motivating for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the story was, it was about a bunch of uh, sea slugs, <laughs> you know, that's the name, who I think like landed on earth for some reason and uh, became like superheroes and had to defend. And there was like a, a bad guy that I was going to play who's like a Terminator with a tiger arm. Um, nice. and. Uh, yeah, yeah, people were hyped about it. I think it was, it was like nobody actually really minded that it never even got close to being made in any capacity, <laughs> you know? So how how far did it get? It, nowhere. I think we drew some pictures and then like, and then moved on to the next, you know, playing Pokemon or whatever it was. You know? Cool. But they still enjoyed it because there was like this huge idea and it was a story that was interesting to them and they wanted a role. Yeah, being involved in something. Cool. So from the beginning, films were a big project that you understood that w- about them, that they involve a lot of people and there's a lot that everybody sort of specializes and they all have a piece to, of the puzzle to do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, how, how do third graders think? I'm not totally sure I remember. <laughs> um, I think it's it's like there's just a, a, a bounty and being the center of attention and like having a way you can get everybody to be part of something i just watched i just rewatched fantastic mr fox yesterday have you seen that movie uh no but i've heard it's more interesting than it maybe looks on the surface it's based on a roll doll book um but uh basically you know not giving too much away there's a part where the where the main character you know addresses each of the different animals and describes their scientific name and what powers they have and they're just like hmm. you know you can tell that everyone kind of brightens up when they've got a role to play, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then they can, they can do the scheme together and, and save the day. Um, it's kind of like that. Did it connect to the stuff that you liked to watch when you were a kid? Like, was that where the idea came from? Well, I like the Terminator. Uh-huh. Um, I definitely had a thing for the, yeah, I think that, I think probably Terminator two was an early, I remember watching it with, with that friend and his mom fast forwarded, the some of the bloodier parts like i think there's like a surgery scene in terminator 2 with like some you know a muscle showing or something like that um but yeah no i I was obsessed with it uh who knows maybe you know early image of masculinity is like the terminator (laughs) you know Uh i think that's a common choice i feel like that was big around me too 
when I was a kid. I don't even think I got to see it when I was a kid, but like that, that, that yeah. film was groundbreaking in some way. And it really got through even to young people. Right. Right. Yeah. Th- that was probably an early R rated movie. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. The other one I'm thinking of is the leprechaun. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know of this. Um, I haven't seen it, but I know what kind of thing it is. Yeah. The, the horrible B movie, you know, slasher or leprechaun, you know, saying me want me gold because the stupid college kids stole his, stole his gold. They have like three or four of them. There's one that's like leprechauns in space. Like they, I think they learned what they were making, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I watched this at my grandma's house um, without my parents knowing. And they were like, what did you let him watch? You know, because I was then having bad dreams about leprechauns. Mm, that yeah. So when did you actually get a camera in your hands for the first time? Um, well, I, I, one thing I might add, so I I think I went to like at at some camp, uh, well, no, actually, let me think about this sixth grade. I made a, for a physics class, made a video that again, I got a lot of approval for, I I used to skateboard. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like, I'm going to explain gravity and I'm going to try to jump my skateboard, you know, stuff like that. Um, I don't know how I filmed that. I don't know where I even had a camera. I don't think I had my own. I wonder if we could have rented them from school or something like that. Um, I'd have to think of maybe I had some shitty hand cam or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think I, I was able to go to some camp where I made a short thing of like a Matrix parody. Mm-hmm. But I basically I had it in what's interesting. I had it in mind that I was going to make movies as a kid, I would, I used to walk around and like draw concepts and think of ideas and whatever. And then at a certain point I decided I wasn't going to do that. And then fast forward 10, 15 years. And then I was like, no way to actually do have to do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, there was an interim, an intermission, if you will. Well, what did you get into in that interim period that might've contributed to coming back to film? Um, I, well, I remember the explicit thought process that I had, which was, I was like probably 15 or 16 or 17 thinking about my future. And I thought to myself, I can either make beautiful worlds, beautiful fictional worlds, or I can make the world be beautiful. Mm. Right. That was how I framed it to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's no longer the frame that I see it in, but I was like, I've, I've got to try the, the second one um that was a whole i mean you know what, what what i ended up doing is like i got really into the the ideas behind startups before i ever tried to make a startup like in college reading peter Thiel and reading all the you know agile development and you know all these all that paul graham like i got really into like startup stuff with the idea that i was gonna make a bunch of money and then do cool stuff i didn't know exactly what cool stuff i was gonna do with the money is often a problem of of the the money maxing ideology mm-hmm. um and though i did have one idea that i thought i still think was pretty awesome which was that i was going to um buy priceless treasures acquire priceless treasures and then hide them um <laughs> with traps and so on to in order to ba- basically have it be that the world had more treasure dangerous treasure hunting in it right <laughs> very straightforward nice um but yeah, I mean, I got into into other stuff, but I, I had this idea that I was going to make a bunch of money with, with, with startups. What ended up happening was I tried various startup ideas and I would lose motivation on them because essentially they had nothing to do with things I really cared about mm-hmm. to sort of make money for its own sake. 
Um, I know people where that hits and they really love the process of that and they couldn't care less exactly how they just like make, building that machine. Uh, but basically, it's not me. I, I think I have to, I sort of have to, if I have any chance of doing my best work, make things I care about in a richer way. Mm -hmm. um, so I did a bunch of different things, but that, that was, that's one way to cast the interim period. So I'm I'm really interested in how you well what I'm interested in is like it seems like maybe there's some kind of pipeline for movies in your life from some prior earlier form where perhaps it's just like maybe not consciously but like art for art's sake movies as objects that deserve to exist in their own right and are worth are are, are invaluable or something like that and then you go through this process of thinking about business and processes and how things get made in a practical sense come out the other side of that does it is, is it that that shapes your sort of sense of why movies get made and that you want to you want to then implement this medium that you care about in a sort of i mean i, I don't want to like over determine it but like a businessy way like is 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 it is it a new kind of film now because of that interest and that learning yeah let, let me i'll i'll answer something nearby what, what you what you asked yeah. um i believe that each person has a idiosyncratic uh gift to give the world mm. that may or may be great or small it may be local personal individual or it may be grand and etc um it's idiosyncratic or different contexts etc um I think that the, the the idiosyncratic gift has something to do with the idiosyncratic difficulty that the person has in the world. So it's a bit of a Jungian, there's the dark side and the light side are interconnected. They both bring each other into existence kind of thing. Um, you said you had some spirituality stuff on this. Yeah, so you go I'm for it. Yeah. In, you know. um, and uh, I believe that I have had some kind of affliction with reality and fiction. Hmm. Um, so there's this question, uh, you know, of a lot of things that I find natural are they're internal and they they relate in a certain way to dream worlds. So uh, narrative, um, fiction, social things, psychology, philosophy, uh, the, these are all things that are more natural to me in a certain way. Then there's the the external world, right? And there's all these things that are that are um, very worldly, like not not internally focused and. Uh, to me, like the start, like starting a business is like less of an interest. I mean, I believe there's introspection that's important, but it's like ultimately or centrally, it's less of a internal thing, right? It's like the the money's got to work, like all the all the steps have to happen. So I think that part of it is um, th with this particular affliction, this difficulty or or confusion. Um, there's this question of like, what is the role of the dream? um of any type you know why do we why do we watch stories very why why do we what do we get value from in looking at something that didn't happen um i'm reading this book about how to read plays which i'm reading it so i can learn how to write screenplays uh backwards and forwards by david ball it's extremely good and he's he at a certain point he clarifies he's like it may seem obvious to say but Hamlet does not exist. He's not a real person. Um, there are this, the bones of a person in the play, but not a full person. The actor brings in the the, the humanity. Um, I'm sort of sort of wandering through through this thought space a little bit. Um, but to bring it back, uh, there's a thing that I'm trying to do, which is like 
maybe maybe there's a thing that my life is trying to answer, which is how can the dream improve the reality? Mm. You know, how can we, you know, can we, how can we make, find, get, how can we live better by looking at, by consuming fiction or, or stories or media? Um, so I have this video coming out. I think by the time this is out, it, it will have been released where I talk about part of the, the purpose of um, and direction of what I'm trying to make with Hall Song is the name of the studio I'm launching. And there's this idea, which is media, which brings people back to the world rather than distracting them from it. Nice. Um, I mainly want to make stuff that I write. Mm -hmm. This may be a little bit, this is a bit in the megalomaniacal direction, mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm a, a bit of a believer in, in like, you know, the, the creative uh, dictatorship, um, the, or, or, or maybe it's, it's a sort of like creative Republicanism. I think you could have, you know, like a, a collective where people take on, but then own things. Um, but the, the sort of individualistic element there. Um, but I mean, basically what I want to do, what I'm planning to do is start making shorts and then see if I can make a feature length thing. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of my ideas surround, um, and it's, it's all very embryonic, but there's a lot of, uh, basically the, um, what do you call it? Keywords are philosophy, history, and mythology. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking a lot about the the books from those areas that have help give me more direction and orientation in life. And that's kind of like where, where I sit with, cause it's, it's also, it's kind of the, um, I did, you know, philosophy was my undergrad. I've like done a lot of that. So that's kind of where another place I'm coming from, um, another stream I'm trying to blend into the hall. What I find unusual in your approach, which is a compliment, obviously is like the, the, the presence of like a thick entity, like, like a named being, Hall song is what I'm referring to, like as as something that's in the world now as the filmmaking is still in progress. I mean, I know you've made a lot of shorts and I've like seen your work in film form, but like so many filmmakers that I know, like sort of give themselves to whatever their current project is in a totalizing way. And it's just like all about that film and its title and and and, you know, they stand behind it as an individual, maybe. But like this the I, I'm interested in what the what the creation of a um of a being, of a label, of an entity, right. whatever you would call it, is drawing out of you as far as working towards like that feature as a maybe the next big goal or something. Right, right, right. Um well I um er, so I started sort of more explicitly having content creation be my thing um early in the pandemic. Um, and it's now 2023 for mm -hmm. future historians. Um, and the, uh, I, I sort of like flatter myself that someday if there were a student of the works of Michael Kersey, um, that they would be able to draw through lines and connections between the things that I haven't been able to fully articulate about what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe there's, there's a central set of themes. I've, I've got like 40 Substack essays, um, and nearly a hundred YouTube videos. And I believe it's all about kind of one thing, which is in a way, it doesn't look like that because there's all these different topics, mm -hmm. but, um, 
but to me it's about the 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 sort of like central idea and so as to what you asked about about hall song i'm sort of to me in, in part it's a way to raise a banner and say something is happening here like there's a project that's happening and there's a spirit behind it and there's a direction i'm going in um i think with launching your own projects there is definitely there's a you sort of have to declare yourself into existence before it makes any sense for anybody to believe you so it's a bit of that i mean i'm saying something's happening here i'm going in a direction um there are a million untold stories from history you know history mythology and philosophy that can be told and i'm marching along and i'm going to try to make them and i've been trying to make them but the best is yet to come so it's sort of i don't know i mean that's the format it came out in and uh ultimately it is the work i i think more you have more fans of movies than you have fans of movie studios uh -huh. i think ultimately it's like the property that is the uh most intriguing to people um but but it'll happen it's sort of like a, a starting point so is it like so so you you mentioned that future person looking back at this work uh you're you're like trying to give them a way in is that I mean, like I'm thinking about my relationship to specific filmmakers that I admire, like Kubrick, for example, like it, it's like I can I can list his films, you know, but there's no like organizing principle that that I can start from. I feel like you have to like sort of do the analysis yourself to figure out your relationship to it is that you're trying to head that off sort of is that are you trying to like give people a way to organize it for themselves before they begin so th there's a way i used to describe the the plan and types of products i used to think about more and i'm i expect i'll come back to it but it might be you know i don't fully know what i'm trying to become it might be that i'm like too pedagogical to be you know a pure entertainer. I have to. I have to avoid being preachy. It's very important to avoid being preachy because it's annoying and no one cares or needs to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's usually cope for not knowing how to say it in a different way. Uh -huh. um, you know, not knowing how to let things stand for themselves, right? So that, that's the sort of. But I've thought about like having a movie which has a shitload of footnotes, right? Like it, this is like a thing I haven't heard of. But imagine that. The understanding and somehow you get this across is that you're going to watch this movie and we talk about um plato's dialogues or we talk about aristotle and we talk about you know and there's a place that you can very easily find literal citations of parts of of those texts if you want to read further like you know this person had a speech in which they mentioned like diatomum's ladder this is what that is here's what you can learn about it like this is how it connects to other things there's sort i have this sort of like weird idea that the fiction and the nonfiction can like walk together and be part of the same conversation this is part of why i'm inspired by uh like plato in particular it's like he wrote dialogues um he didn't write papers um and uh it's cool. I mean, there's just something very cool to me about this interconnected conversation. That's also part of the inspiration for the name Paul's song is uh, this idea that there is this song um, that has like, you know, multiple parts that is ancient and uh, a little bit inspired here by Tolkien's idea of the, in, in you know, Tolkien lore of the music of the Ainur um, and in my sort of limited understanding uh, is that the there's this like music based metaphysics 
which is playing out over time and over history and the different the elves and the dwarves and the men are the different parts of the music and there's the rising themes and the fall and all this kind of thing and so uh basically it's it's these like kind of intellectual foundations that i want to speak to and speak from 